Hello and welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and today on the podcast, I'm having a strengths conversation with my colleague and our Director of Business Development, Logan Joyce. More specifically, we're having what we call a push conversation. These are dialogues between two people where you intentionally push strengths to the center. You can talk about everyday things, but intentionally reference your strengths and the strengths of the other person so that you're practicing the language of strengths. You're also practicing seeing things from another person's perspective and practicing using strengths to articulate your perspective. In this episode of the podcast, you'll get to hear Logan and I discuss how our strengths help us remain curious. We both have the strength of ideation and agreed that it would be a minor crime not to talk about this one. Curiosity is marked by a desire to investigate and learn. And that couldn't be more true of the way Logan and I both live our lives. We picked this topic from a list of eight conversation starters that help you talk about your strengths without necessarily having to talk about those strengths. There are, of course, many ways to go about this. But to get your push conversation started, find a friend and ask them how they do one of the following things. How do they get work done? Make decisions. Form relationships. Communicate collaborate with others? How do they learn new things and adjust to change? And finally, how do they handle conflict? We've done a few of these conversations now, and you can check the link in the show notes to hear the others. Something I'm learning more and more as I record and edit these podcasts is just how much I'm learning not only about my own strengths, but the strengths of my colleagues. It's been a good exercise and a practice I think all of us should do more often because, well, there's no end to the number of things you can learn through these intentional conversations about your strengths. I should remind us, too, that push conversations aren't just for strengths professionals. They can help anyone who wants to understand themselves or those around them better. If you or the person you're talking with isn't familiar with strengths, Answer the prompt using generic language, not necessarily referencing your strengths specifically. Instead of saying, I think through competition, I could say, when I think about solving a problem, I'm always comparing things. If you're talking with a person familiar with strengths, well, they can help draw out those examples back to one of your themes of strength. Instead of trying to talk about one of your strengths at random, these push conversations set up a context or maybe a scenario that should prompt examples. For example, instead of saying, tell me about your strength of, and then fill in the blank, you can use one of these conversation starters. So let's say you have ideation like I do. You might respond with, whenever people are trying to think of new ways to do something, I can generate ideas effortlessly that may spark something in their minds, as just one example. In this conversation, you'll hear Logan and I referencing our shared theme of ideation a lot. But that's just because we're really familiar with that as it relates to our curiosity. As you listen to this conversation, think about how your strengths contribute to helping you stay curious or to learn new things. All of us have to do this, sometimes a lot. And knowing the way we do it best, well, that's going to help us on so many levels. 
Okay, so here it is. Logan and I having a very raw, very unedited conversation about how our strengths help us remain curious. And I think there's a number of ways I could answer this question. So first of all, what does it mean to be curious? I really look at being curious as as continuing to wonder about how things work, to continue to wonder and to imagine and to ideate, if you will, about, for me, it's why does something work or why does something not work better? And I think that that is very easy to connect to my maximizer and my ideation. So ideation is a strength that I have been aware of for my entire life. It's the thing, you know, ideas, ideas come easy, they come quick, they come, you know, Vin Diesel, Fast and the Furious, one through eight. It's pretty... Uh, Highest grossing exactly. movie franchise of all time. Highest... Way to go, society. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, really is. I didn't know that. The Rock's been the highest paid actor for like four years in a row. Well, he is a brilliant... He's brilliant. brilliant. Um, but anyway, we're doing it here, Logan. Okay, <laughs> stay focused. So, for me being curious, is just, there's just so much stuff that's interesting. But I really have to connect that back to... Or I guess I should say it connects with my maximizer into like... But for what? Like, what is this? How do I apply this to my life? How do, I, how do I get the best sort of value out of this thing I'm being curious for? And so there's, there's a couple of things that I... So I, I love to read. I have kind of these different buckets of topics. So I'm always reading a book either about something um, like how to be... It's interesting. They're all about better something. So it's either like how to be a better parent, how to be... Um, like I've, I've been reading a lot of books on like marketing right now because that's like more and more what I'm doing for a company is just like, what does marketing look like? How do I be a better marketer? Which I don't like that term, but hmm. um, telling our story is better. Um, and then I'll also read some, they're not, I hate the word self-help books, but they're, I guess they're technically in that vein of like, how do you be more productive? How do you be more efficient? How do you... Like the Tim Ferriss, Gary yeah, Vaynerchuk kind yeah, of stuff? stuff like that. I just read one by John Acuff called Finish, like oh, yeah. how to like actually finished products, which is a problem of mine. Um, I'm good at starting them, but finishing them is difficult. <laughs> Likewise. Um, and then I'm also, I um, like kind of more like some story stuff. So I read this book called The Cubs Way, which is about like kind of building up to the Cubs World Series win in 2016, 108-year breaking of the curse. And it was really a leadership book that was disguised as this like fan thing. Yeah. Um, I read Phil Knight's biography on Nike. And so it's, I don't have input or learner in my top 10, but sometimes I feel like I do because all of the things that I'm consuming are things that I try to connect to other things. My strength of ideation for me, I think often gets sort of labeled as like, you know, the goofy, quirky, like brainstorming, all that stuff. But it's also helping me stay curious because I'm also trying to use it to figure out like, like information is coming at me from a different bunch of different directions, whether I'm consuming that or it's just out there. Yeah. I was like, well, what's the connection to this or that? Because one of the fundamental descriptors of ideation is you take disparate ideas and connect them to something relevant. Yeah. And so I'm always trying to say, well, how does this, you know, Netflix show I'm watching, like what can I get out of that that yeah. I can apply to leadership vision, to my personal life, to my kids, like whatever it is. Um, but I'm also trying to take maximizer to say like, well, is this the best information out there on this? Or who, who is the expert on this particular topic? Who is, you know, the, the leading scholar we'll say, or, or coach when it comes to, you know, long distance running or something like that. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't know. Does that, does that, I feel, I feel like yeah. I could go off in a whole big hole about that, but I think for me being curious isn't just like, Oh, interesting. Like I'm, I wonder how they make crayons. Totally. <laughs> Remember that yeah. TV oh, yeah. <laughs> episode of Mr. Rogers or whatever, but it's like, well, but what is the connection to like, how do you apply that to something? So yeah. I don't know. Does that, does that make very sense at all so. to you? Okay. Very much so. Yeah. I can resonate. You know, my ideation functions very similarly. And I'd say if, if your ideation kind of pans back and you see your maximizer mm-hmm. it's very similar my ideation i think rests upon uh command significance in that uh what i've realized whether it's in really goofy ways or in really meaningful ways my significance which sits at number six and my command which the more i mature is really about helping to give voice to others to get them further in their personal purpose sure um, my ideation bends to those. Huh. And so what that looks like, I actually was just talking. Uh, is it like an adaptable ideation then, would you say? Like, uh, I, I think there, it's, it's, still, it's still output focused. Okay. But I think the significance kind of sees this how, always is in the background, kind of going, how do I actually move this person forward? How do I uh, leverage what I've got here to entertain somebody? to make somebody laugh, to help somebody get further to their purpose. So some of it is dumb ideation. I was really offended in a uh, group text yesterday. Somebody said, Nathan is the king of gifts. And that really Ooh. hurt my feelings because I my significance wants to be known as the person who leverages gifts right. to make everyone else laugh. Um, and so there, the office quotes and Will Ferrell quotes and things like that, that's yeah. a significance leading ideation to go... How can I actually brighten someone's day? How can I actually make the conversation more exciting for everybody else? Leveraging all of these random things mm-hmm. I've grabbed. And then on a more serious note, you know, I, uh, I love uh, sociology and I love psychology because I can kind of grab. I read a lot of books, but I am I will not remember quotes. I will not remember a lot of deep content. I'll remember one or two standout thoughts from a book I read. And that will apply, you know, we talk about funnel up, funnel down ideation. I'll remember the one or two things that apply directly to the situation of somebody I'm coaching or my current parenting or marriage life or uh, where my company's going. And so there's a lot of this grab one idea. Significant says, how does this, you know, Miroslav Volf philosophy <laughs> book I'm reading right now, how does that apply to my nine month old? Very obtuse. Right, yeah, <laughs> a reference. It it is, and, but I but I know who that is. And I was randomly coaching a client who was reading the same thing and talking about the problem of human flourishing in a society that is you know going through a different cycle in sociological thought. And so um, there's always this: how am I applying whatever I'm learning? There's yeah. a, there's a curiosity, but I say I think it bends to the output that is kind of abstract in my mind so i guess it is adaptable in some way yeah well and you know i just looked up the definition of curious and it's marked by desire to investigate and learn yeah and i think that that's again i don't have learner um or input in in my top 10 at all but i i think that there's something that i am just so eager to learn and investigate all kinds of stuff but it it has to fit into these buckets so to speak of like application so i'm not curious and i think this is a big maybe difference of someone who has those themes 
is it's not just for the sake of it. It has to be mm-hmm. very applicable. So, yeah. So your curiosity or your desire to remain curious, do you ever get in holes, uh, rabbit holes on the internet of, I was looking at one thing and all um, of a sudden I'm curious and I'm reading 18th century history <laughs> of middle America. <laughs> I think, I think the ideation is a little more focused okay. than that. And so what I'll say Lucky. is I, I made, I determined very quickly after I got my first smartphone that I would never ask a question that I didn't find the answer to. And so at all times, my Whoa. iPhone, yeah, my iPhone will have 30 or 40 tabs open. And that's somebody asks me a question or before I came to leadership vision, I oversaw a large group of young adults mentoring high schoolers. So you, you can imagine wow. the entire spectrum of so questions being curiosity asked. curiosity there. Right? Yeah. yeah. But they're all focused. There's a very intentional output to each of those. Sure. Um, and so it's very, very wide. Okay. But they, the connection between happens more in my mind than it does kind of extroverted. Right, right. This leads me to this rabbit hole yeah. kind of idea. Okay. Interesting. The reason I ask is because I think sometimes curiosity... There's a there's an aspect of it where it is random, at least to me how I perceived it. There goes our timer. Uh, we'll keep talking. <laughs> there, well, you know, it's it's this random thing of oh, I'm just sitting here daydreaming about you know looking around here at at cocoa, um, the the grain prices. You know, hmm. um, there's a huge board up there. I wonder what those mean. I wonder you know going down that, and I I have some of that from time to time, but it's it's usually more of like we'll use this podcast, for example, like, I wonder how I eliminate some of that background buzz that I'm hearing, or can I reduce the background noise of people clicking their keyboards? And it's like this, almost like a problem presents itself. And then I get real curious, real interested in figuring out where that, where that goes. And I think that that's obviously my ideation um, and maximizer as we, as we talked about, but I also think part of it is that adaptability of let's just see where this goes and let's yep. see how to how to fix this, how to whatever. Does that make sense? It totally know. does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I could use uh, to kind of illustrate, you know, Lore is one of the most popular podcasts in America. Lore? I've not even heard lore. this. It's a... L-O-R-E? Um, L-O-R-E. So explores my, folklore. Curiosity yeah, going, it looking it up right now. Oh, um, it is. Lore it has podcast. like its own show on Amazon. It's out of what? the... Um, uh, how stuff works. Oh, Media I love suite. That. Okay. Yeah, love everything they do. But I'll I listen to so I listen to like thirty some podcasts a week. Sometimes the truth is more frightening than fiction. it's so good. It's wow. so good. Um, and about every other episode of Lore, I listen intently. And about every other episode of Lore, I listen to at like double speed. Mm. And it's all connected to you know I'm uh, in my graduate program right now. We're talking about sociological trends of the 18th century and so i listened to a lore podcast about the salem witch trials i've listened to it like three times and it's led me to four other books and ultimately i'll end up writing a couple papers about it but they're also connected a lot to unfortunately what's happening in american society at the present and then i'll listen to a lore podcast about you know interesting monster folklore sure. of Canada in the 19th century. And it's fascinating. I still like to hear about it, huh. but there's no tie-in. And so I'm not, yeah. so I listen to it quickly and then I move on to the right, next. Right. Curiosity is so interesting to me. It's curious. It you is. Think about it because it's, Call me whiskers. I'm curious like a cat. <laughs> That's good. 
<laughs> it's so interesting to me because have you ever met people who aren't curious? I have. Yeah, and I don't get it. Like I, I don't understand. Like sometimes I mean, my I love my wife. She's amazing. And I say she's curious, but sometimes I'll be wondering about something. She's like, "Why? Who cares?" I'm like totally. I don't know. It's just interesting. Like yeah. you never wondered how this or that <laughs> happened. Um, I think there's a part of me that's always searching for different ways to improve whatever I'm doing in kind of unusual places. Yeah. You know, like how do you, again, this idea, ideation of how do you connect, I don't even, I can't think of a good example right now, but how do you connect some sort of business philosophy to, you know, becoming a faster marathon runner? Yeah. Or how do I connect this thing I read in this book about the Cubs to like our team at leadership vision? And yeah. it's like almost this, the sweet little victory of when I can make that connection totally. or like pull a quote and do you oh, you're, yeah. you're, look like you're agreeing with me. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it, I, I am very, very influence minded. And so much of my ideation is through the lens of how do I help people get further into the mm-hmm. place that they're supposed to be in life. And so, like I said, sociology is fascinating to me because there's this ideation in me that if I can understand there's a, a Netflix documentary right now called Ugly Delicious by Ooh. David Chang. Coolest thing in the world. About food? He, yeah, he uses <laughs> food. He's an amazing chef. So you get to see some of the best chefs in every region of the world. But he uses food to help us to talk through racism and through development of the American colonies and through trade. It's wow. fascinating. I'm look this up too. Yeah, it's the coolest. It's, it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Wow. Logan, I have a feeling. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I have a feeling that we could be curious about a million things yeah, like totally. all, all day long, but you were going to make another point. Finish. Yeah. Yes. And it's, I, I watch that. It's in and of itself, there's a lot of revelation to be drawn simply from uh, the lens that somebody else has into the world. He's a, you know, he's an Asian American immigrant, mm-hmm. a world renowned chef. So he's got a unique lens. But when I can take his lens and see through it, into the lives of into the lives of my teammates at leadership vision or the people that i'm coaching or uh, the clients that we get to serve or my friends or family there is a a direct influential uh growth opportunity in Hmm. every new perspective and so that's where my ideation is very tied to the output right and i'm like how the heck are there people who don't learn yeah. because that's how i can actually make a difference in the lives of the people around totally me. and i think this is an interesting difference in the between you and i is that i mean to say that i don't care about individual people is not correct but i i'm i like more of the system and the organization and like how do we make that level of things better because ultimately people will benefit from that yeah um so I don't know. I guess that's just an interesting um, observation. Huh. Uh, makes me curious. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, these conversations are intended to be pretty open-ended. It's helpful if you can chat with someone who knows you well, as they may offer real examples for you to wrestle with. But even if you're talking with someone you don't know well, or don't know at all yet, like if it's a coaching situation, you can get into some deep stuff simply by focusing on one of the push conversation starters we referenced at the beginning. It's vague enough that it will allow someone to talk about themselves without having to start from scratch. If you'd like more information about how to have these types of conversations, drop us a line. We're always happy to help in any way we can. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast.
podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. Subscribe to the Leadership Vision podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. I'm Nathan Freeberg. Thanks for listening. 